Welcome back to Lamb of Pod Podcast. The show where we talk shit about music, everything from the Arctic Monkeys to ZZ Top. Oh, uh, I fucking love nah, ZZ not Top, bad, right? bro. Uh, Dude, good, good weather yeah, for Yeah, good it. intro, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm Kyle, and as, as always, we have Chris. I, uh, when I opened my beer, it sprayed right up my nose and it hurt, and I can't breathe really out of my left nostril, but ZZ Top fucking rules. And that- <laughs> It's like when you go to the beach and that first wave whacks you in the face. You're like, oh, why did I do this shit? And uh, so that was special Chris. And we have Devin. Hello. I did not get beer in my nose. No. Yeah, well. Didn't try hard enough. Yeah, Yeah, apparently not. You're above the age of four. (laughs) My first beer. Mine mine didn't have a child lock on it. I've actually never had. What? (laughs) I said mine didn't have a child lock on it. Yes. Before we get into hits or shits, um, we do want to update from the last episode. Unfortunately, nothing with the indoor outdoors uh debate but uh we played a game last podcast where we kind of we guessed the others weird sort of music thing and it came up where i think chris and i settled on wolf mother as being devin's like out of weird genre mm-hmm. thing but oh, it's and, definitely and, not yeah, yeah and, and chris i don't know if or actually i know that you've heard this plenty of times but I wasn't satisfied, so... (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Got him. (laughs) Holy shit. Bing, bing, bing. But but anyways, but... I'm quitting the podcast. Yeah, he's coming out. Goodbye. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, not bad. Uh, So the next uh, next day, Dev and I were talking about it. We were hiking, and uh, we talked about it, and we figured out that there was actually one that's way out there. And I, I thought I'd give you one more guess. What can I get a genre? It's uh, very pop. Yeah, I guess pop. Very pop. Known for Christmas. Oh, this Michael is Bublé. No. Uh, <laughs> was that your guess? No. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty fucking close. Um, I, I, I. If I gave you a guess, I couldn't tell. You. Uh, Michael Bublé, sure. No, it's not Michael Bublé. <laughs> he's looking good though. Eh? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's fine. No, uh, we think anyway. So far, the answer we're going for for the time being is probably uh, Mariah Carey. Oh my! Dude, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's the best. I and love I Mariah Carey. Love for Christmas is you. Yeah. Great. Did you make that? Macy's everywhere. But hey, also, I can't name another Mariah Carey song that's not that one. Um, hang on, let me think. Oh, I'm like not really a real yeah, fan. True. I just really like. I it. just really like that one yeah. song. I mean, that's the only Mariah Carey song that really matters. No, anyway. there's another sad one that came out. I don't uh, remember yeah. what it's she, called. She has a ton of hits. That's but. true. Nick Cannon <laughs> yeah. being one of them. Yeah. Isn't she married to Nick Cannon? She was. Still is. Maybe I think they maybe <clears throat> broke up. I. Just don't care. Yeah. But yeah, 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 I don't care. Yeah, don't care. That, yeah. You know what though? She can sing her ass off. Yeah. That's for sure. She also, got that weird like whistle pitch thing. Oh yeah. yeah. The, like, David Lee Rob yeah. like over. Yeah, but she's like uh, I'm not no, even. Yeah. <laughs> you should have saw the face you he just made. She <laughs> just <laughs> silent. Like, only dogs heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can make the dog whistle sound. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so so that was our uh so that was the well, we we're satisfied we're, with that. Answer. We're gonna go with it for the time being until I come yeah. up with something That's better. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. So now back to the regular scheduled yeah. program. Uh, hits or shits. So, first one here. Um, tour specific merch. Tour specific merch hits. Yeah. Yeah. It's really? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool because it's like a it's a memorial in a way. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you know I like th- this specific tour. Like if it's a you know you know four or five bands you really really like, it's kind of cool to have them all in like the yeah. same shirt. Let me let me let me. I'm, I'm shits. You are oh, shits. Yeah. Let me I can tell let me, you let me be a little more specific. Okay. So I'm all for if it's like this specific logo or this specific design that was only for that tour. But I hate when it's it lists all the tour dates. Oh, I love okay. the tour dates. I oh, hate that's different. that shit. Okay. I hate you know what? Oh, I, if, love if that. I will not ca- buy that shirt. If that's the caveat, I'm also shit. Yeah. Why do you, all right, this is your I, fucking word as of late, caveat. Uh, Are you even using it in the right yeah, like, sense? Yeah, no, no, yeah. 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 First of all, yeah. I feel like Second every time we do you get know what the caveat? Do you know what, I get yeah. it. I understand it. Do you know what caveat is? It's yeah, fish it's, eggs. It's fish eggs. <laughs> 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 no, but like every time we get into a room and do this, you're like, oh, I, I gotta break up well, the first terms. Of all, yeah. Caveat. Okay. Right. I'm just saying, I read a lot of books. They don't, they don't have <laughs> any words it. in them, but they have a lot of pictures. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I agree. Do you read Where's Waldo? Yes. But, oh, okay. It's my favorite book. Good throwback um, book. That or the Caterpillar book from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Hungry, Hungry, hungry Caterpillar. Hungry, hungry, oh, yeah, good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, if it's if it's the tour date on the back listing off all the, yeah. with the numbers in the city, and mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah, I don't That's like a that. huge shit. But if it's a specific tour shirt without like the tour dates, but it's like a, you know, just like th- this tour. Like, hey, we are only or, selling this this cool design on this tour. Yes, Come see us. Come get that's this different design. Hell yeah. And I thought that's what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But, um... Why are you hits? Oh, dude, they're sick. What do you mean? How? People that still do that, that's like such a throwback to the like the 80s, 90s, even probably mm-hmm. the 70s when people are doing shirts like that. Yeah. I think it's the coolest shit ever. Yeah. So, like, so here's here's my thought on it. I think if you have like one of those, like, again, you brought up like the 70s, 80s or whatever. If you have like, or your dad or someone has like, hey, I got this Led Zeppelin tour t-shirt from fucking 1975. That's sick. That's a vintage tour t-shirt. I'm all for it. At this cookout I was at yesterday, Uh, there was a guy, a dad, wearing a Def Leppard t-shirt like that that had tour dates on the back, and I almost paid him $20 for it. I I would have. Can I fucking have that? I didn't ask. I should have. He probably still would have been like, no, brother, I'm keeping it. But but the only thing is, though, like, to counter-argue that, Mm -hmm. it's the same principle. It's still the shittiest tour dates on the back, but it's only cool because it's vintage. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, in 30 years from now, if you get a fucking Owl City tour date shirt. Yeah. It's sick. vintage. And, yeah. Actually, sick. Kind of well, see, but, yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I'm... What just fell? My bag. No. Yeah. Um, we're being attacked by ghosts. Um, Ghosts. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm shits with the tour dates on the back. I don't like them. No matter how vintage they are. I like in... I like the vintageness of a classic yeah. rock and roll like tour t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But, but that's like that's what, why people are doing it now. Is because no, they want yeah, they want that same no. aesthetic, and I think it'll be cool. Like, imagine you go see Al City five years ago, and you do yeah. get the tour T-shirt, and then you're cleaning out your drawers tomorrow, and you find it, and you go, "Oh fuck, that was such a fun night." Right. Remember that time? And then you read off all the tour dates because that's so fun. Well, yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know, dude. I imagine you go to Las Vegas, and someone's like, "Which tour date did you go to?" And you're like, "Psych messages." Gotcha. <laughs> Way yeah. closer. It's a conversation I, starter. It's I, fun. I'm I'm out. Man, shits. you just don't like fun. Shits. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm you're right. I'm, I'm a hater of fun. Yeah. Okay. Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> Indoors. Anyways, uh, next one mm-hmm. is um, album re-releases. So not remastered. Re-releases okay. that include old demos or remixes to songs and shit like that. So it's a re-release. So not remastered. They're just so redoing perfect, it with more songs. Yeah. So perfect example. Um. Uh, MCR re-released the Black Parade 10-year anniversary thing. It wasn't remastered, I don't think. Um, MCR is My Chemical Romance, by the way, for people yes, that don't true. know that acronym. Yeah, well, you should know that. If you're listening to this yeah. podcast right now, you don't know who I'm MCR just, is. I'm filling in. Go on the internet. The layman. Yeah. <laughs> Grab some tissues. You're going to be sad. Yeah. But uh, they... <laughs> so they, you might cry. Yeah, they, they re... So even if it was remastered, they re-released the album. Yep. And then they included demos of like the black parade or welcome to the black parade they released demos of like or live takes on something that right i see i see yeah, hits or shits on that hits i think shits yeah i'm, I'm shits i'm hits. Um, yeah I, i'm hits because what's cool is if it's on spotify i can just listen to the new album and then get extra songs out of it like the remastered album and then get or not remastered but the re-released album sure. and then get extra songs out of it that's kind of sick yeah but here's the thing a lot of the times and I'm sure this is where Devin and I are the same a lot of those times those songs are terrible that's yep, why they're not on the album terrible. they're terrible yeah. songs but I still yeah. like it here's my reaction to every, so like Billy Talent did that with um, Billy Talent 1 or Billy Talent 2 I'm sorry they re-released it and they had Devil in the Midnight Mass. I like for Billy Talon too. You just did the metal horns. He counted two with the metal horns. Dude, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, that's how I count two. Yeah. Also, I have a, I have a one, funny two. story about Billy Talon after. Um, but one, two, one, two, shit and three, baby. <laughs> but uh, they re-released Billy Talent two, and they had a couple of demos uh, for Devil in a Mid- Midnight Mass, which was the the first song off the album. And I was like, oh, this would be kind of cool. And I listened to it and it sounded the same. There's like some stuff that they definitely took out of the song. And the reaction was, oh, that's different. I'm going to listen to the original because it's way better than this fucking demo. Every time. Yeah. I, it's cool. It's like cool to see the behind the scenes for the demos. Like you can see how the writing process kind of goes based on like the pre-production demos and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is fun. But I don't. I, I don't agree with monetizing it. I think that should mm. just be something you release because, like, why should I pay extra for pre-production? Like, why do I care enough no, about true. shitty demos? Like, I agree. Eh. Yeah. I agree with that. So here, I have a question for you guys. It's a little different, but do you like, like, let's say they do a re-release, but the they re uh, this is this is a little different. So they release an album, and then there's an instrumental version of each song. 
That's it's, fine. It's different. I know. But how do you feel on that? I think that's fine because I, because it, it's clearly labeled like and it, I I'm think still for shits bands, on that. No, nah, I'd say I'm hits because I think I think it depends on the band. I think if you're gonna take a band, not that they've ever done this, but if you take a band like Sum Forty One and they're and you're like, oh, we re-released um, Does This Look Infected instrumental, and you're like, what the why? But you look at a band that like Protest. Yeah. Or I think even Periphery uh, did it too. Between the Buried and Me did one. Yeah, yeah we're, Elitist we're, did it too when they released their EP. Yes, yeah, Elitist. Oh, fuck that dude, band. Yeah, fucking throwback to that yeah. one. Um, uh, but yeah, but where it's like it's very technical. I think I'm right. fine with that because you really you get, get to enjoy the music, all the layers, right, all that. Right. But I think if it's a like, I think that's the only type of band that could get away with doing that. Yeah, it's not like no, not no one's gonna fucking want to hear Mariah Carey instrumental. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Unless for karaoke purposes. <laughs> and then they have a seizure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still shits for instrumentals in general. I like it. I I'm like them a lot. I think they can be cool for the right band. But here's my thing: is like, if you're re-releasing it, you're literally taking the same song, right? So imagine and you're a producer. Minus vocal track. Yeah. You have all these layers. You have all these instruments, all these vocal tracks. You're just selecting track one through eight or whatever you use for vocals and hitting mute. It's kind of like... Or you're just soloing everything else and then you're bouncing that project. Kind of like, like, like oh, you. we got to release it yeah. now. Yeah. We got to monetize, yeah. you know, literally 10 yeah. minutes worth of work. Well, Elitist did it in one of their EPs because they were like... In between vocalists, like they had just kicked out their vocalist, they had picked mm-hmm. up this other guy, and then they so they released like a five song EP with the vocalist they had, and then they put out the five instrumental songs and had like a like a contest essentially. Yep. Which like I kinda like that. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? I but just it is think, a I just huge think it's like it's a kind of a fucking mm-hmm. slap on the nuts. You yeah. It's to be like, hey, like, you wanna hey. pay us for the same thing but even less? No, yeah. Well no. Here, here's my rebuttal to that though. Um and, and this is actually gonna a bleed a little bit into our Beef later on during the podcast, um, but I think when you again you take super technical bands like Elitist or Periphery or Protest the Hero or I the Breather, I think maybe had some, but they're the the fan base that they have are most of the time musicians. I I, I think you're <clears throat> gonna be hard pressed to find you'd be hard pressed to find a band that. Um, is super technical and the fans are just like I don't play instruments I just like this because there's a deeper appreciation of that anyways I think with that with a band that's super technical they release the instrumental because it makes it easier to learn and listen and learn those songs you know I mean yeah, Chris sure. is a drummer I, I would think like you take again protest is because I think that's a good example here the album Fortress where fucking crazy all over the place from drum wise guitar wise it's nuts and right. even the vocal lines and Sometimes with some of the technical nuances that happen with the uh, Will Ferrell lookalike drummer, it's it's, 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 it's yeah. kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard to hear that with vocals. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because it can get clouded by you know like you're, you're listening. You're listening to Rhodey fucking literally voice, singing yeah. opera over a metal riff, and you're like, what is happening? So you're more inclined to listen to the vocals rather than the the guitar or drums. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so so I was hits. Mm, I think it's still a money grab. So shits, yes. Still poopy to you. All right. So hits to me, shits to me, and what were you, Kyle? I w- um. Ooh. You said shits originally. Well, I said shits for demos, though. Oh, true. Like, yeah, we we, we kind of shifted with it, yeah. this. Yeah. Like when you re-release it with like demos, like well, I, cool, but also I'm gonna listen to it once ago. Oh, I was fucking so, stupid. So shits for you, but instrumentals hits. Fine. I'm okay. fine with that. that like, a, again, coming a, from a, a guitarist, like yeah. I think that's fine. That's I, a bonus. That. Hits or shits for y'all. Bonus. You're yeah. welcome. Okay. Free um, of charge. Okay, next one here. Uh, so when hits or shits, when bigger bands or artists, and what I mean by this is like you're playing stadiums or indoor outdoor pavilions, bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Always bigger, indoor. Very PC. Very uh, you know b- bigger bands like that. Yeah. Um, when they bring people on stage for one reason or another, hits or shits. You mean like people from like, the crowd? Yeah. Like, so you like know what? hey, you, I like uh, your sign. Why don't you come up on here? Or, hey, we got this very special girl who blah, blah, blah. Hits. And... Hits. Yeah? Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Mm, I don't think I like it. Oh, yeah. No. I don't think I like I'm it. undecided, but a little I, more with Devin. I, I, uh, I like it. Convince me, bitch. So, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine being, like, imagine being that person. Like, that's pretty fucking cool. Hey, and, it, this, this is going to sound very terrible, and I apologize to everyone listening. Okay, imagine that. Do I have a disease? It, do I have a terminal disease? No, yes but... No? Okay, so you're... <laughs> I already do you want a terminal exactly disease, brother? Um, so do you want... 
So, so you're you're at Foo Fighters, right? You're at okay, a Foo Fighters sure. concert. Sure. And Dave Grohl looks you right in your eyes, okay. and he goes, "Come on up stage. You're gonna go, nah." No, of course I'm yeah. going on stage. Because it's fucking Dave, cool. Dave Grohl could ask me to do anything. Again, yeah. he'd be like, hey, Dave, yeah. he'd be like do you want to kill this guy with me? Devin, yeah. do you want to go do on I a nice seafood dinner you? date? I'd say, I don't like seafood, Dave, but yeah, I'll be there. Sure, I'll eat lobster and shellfish and yeah. possibly have... I might be allergic, but it's worth it, yeah. Yeah. for Dave Do I have a... Do you? Do I... Do you personally... Kyle is the person being asked on stage, does Kyle have a terminal disease? Do I have cancer? No, you don't. What's he have? Assign him something. You have... You have ALS. Okay. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, Lou Gehrig's disease. And do I have a... Do I have a sign? Obviously, I have to have a sign, because I'm... Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? He's not just going to look at me and go, I think that guy's sick. <laughs> Wait, uh, what does your sign say? I have ALS? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But something's Why would you bring this to a country? Yeah. All right, but anyway, yeah. So I see where we're getting at. Okay, yeah. Okay. Are you hits or shits on that? I'm 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 hits all around. Yeah. I think it's fucking cool when you bring people on stage. Okay. I love it. Like like um like uh I went to a hoodie out. Uh he didn't bring people. But a bunch of girls did throw bras on That's the stage. Wow, and made cool a story. jump rope out of bra and like jumped over. That's kind of cool. Um Yeah. But like uh it still hits because I I I think it's cool for the person that gets to benefit from the going onto the stage. Mm-hmm. And it's Okay. It's different than someone jumping on stage and diving off, but it's kind of the same. That's thing. not what I mean. No, no, I mean like Deliberate, I'm stopping yeah. the show, stopping the, but like, or there's a story behind to, this. Oh, to like just fucking be like, hey, this person exists. Yeah, and also at like a ten thousand person venue, no one's fucking stage diving. You know what I mean? No, I know. Yeah, I, I, I still think it's it. I think it's cool for bands, bands to show appreciation for even if it's just a single fan or multiple people come on up stage, like thirty seconds to Mars. What okay. they do is they have fucking eight thousand people come on stage and like jump around and like. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's different than just a singular person because yeah. it involves more people, but I still think the act of acknowledging your fan base and having them get onto the stage is very yeah. cool, and I appreciate that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this to Devin. Yeah, uh, and I I think I'm with I'm I'm gonna assume what you're thinking. Do you think it's pandering a little bit? I think all right. I think for the most part, there are probably times where bringing a single person up on stage is like sort of cool. Yeah. Like, there's that Foo Fighters video of where they bring up a uh, long hair guy and he shreds a song Little with kid. him. Yeah. Really cool. No, yeah. no, no. It's like a full-grown dude. Uh, I forget. He calls him, like, a funny name. But yeah. he goes yeah, up like, there and he, he plays a song with him and he rips and it's sick. Yeah. I have, That's, like, kind of fun, kind of cool, whatever. But, like, when you basically have, like, a non-planned thing, like a non-planned diversion where you mm-hmm. just bring someone up on stage... It's basically strictly for PR because you know people are filming it, you know people are watching it. It's not planned in any way. So, like, let's take the instance where someone does have ALS. They have a sign. I have ALS. Come up on stage, ALS yep. person. Yep. You're literally bringing this person up on stage to be like, look at the good guys we are. Bringing up someone who's yep. sick. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything for charity. You're not doing anything for a greater cause. You're literally doing it for PR. Yeah. You're literally like, hello, public relations uh, manager. Yeah. We're going to hey, bring Twitter up this verse, guy. Yeah, me. literally. Yeah. And like, but it is, it is cool. Like if I had some kind of degenerative disease or something like that and I was like, hey, Dave Roll, bring me on stage and he was like, okay, well, I'd be pumped. That's yeah. sick. I think it is cool, but I don't like, make it, make it something real. <laughs> like if you're going to yeah. bring someone on stage for any reason, like make a fucking charity donation, do something yeah. with your time. Like, yep. Make it a thing. Okay, like, hey, that's, gonna, that's different because I was going to say then Make-A-Wish is the same idea because you're still quote-unquote pandering by make providing... Make-A-Wish is an entire that's foundation. Different. No, that's I know, different. I know, but yeah. that's what I was going to... I was going to yeah. make that you know, shitty you know, reference, but then you said the charity thing, which is different. You sure. Wanna, you want to make like a real fucking difference, right. dude? Just like hit up every venue you're going to play on this 50-date tour and be like, hey, Don't reserve, yeah. reserve 50 spots for people with some kind of disease, whatever, like Wheelchair figure it out with you. Bound, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to pay for their tickets and we're going to donate X amount. And I, then, and then we can fucking make a thing out of it. Make a cool shirt, do a merch design, donate some money from that. Like yeah. do something that will make an actual difference for these people rather than giving them five minutes of the limelight and then being like, all right, fucking see ya. Yeah. But yeah. does that not make that person's day, week, life, year, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. I still imagine this, cool. like imagine that, the Foo Fighters, we're going to keep using them for an example. Do a show, and they do exactly what I just said. They have, like, a 50-person guest list, all everything paid for, good seats or, like, good whatever, like, side stage access or whatever. 
imagine that like you get to hang out do like a meet and greet right, like very cool it's it's cool to like be on the stage for two minutes but like what are you doing you're just rolling onto the stage and looking at everyone you know and like they might cheer and all that like that's cool like i do believe those people need support and should get it but I, like there's so much more you can do with your outlet if you're on a band like if you're in a band of that caliber where you're yeah. selling out like a ten thousand seat venue like but what if you're a band that truly just enjoys doing that you know what I mean? Like, what if what if it's not even? It, it, I'm skeptical. You, I don't think. So. I think. I think. Once again, Foo Fighters. I think they do that because they enjoy doing that. I'm sure like, they I think do. It's like, fun for them. It's you know like, what I mean? It's not like they're. I just like, don't. I don't. I just. It's not. I personally don't see how there's a negative to bringing someone on stage. I'm not saying that it's, there's a negative. I'm saying that it, I, I. And maybe it's just because I'm very skeptical. And the the example that I was going to give was I, I saw of all people I saw Keith Urban. Well, uh, he's a fucking uh, Russian he's, robot. So. He's Australian or something. <laughs> yeah, he's no, he's a Russian. Yeah, show. But, uh, Ukrainian. He, look, he yeah. kind of looks he like Owen Putin. Wilson a little bit, the whole time. Wow. But wow. um, he, wow. I, I saw him at Meadowbrook, a big indoor outdoor pavilion. Sorry, and, to hear uh, that. it was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, was, it's, it, was a, it was a cool. It's show. only outdoor, by the way. Yeah, whatever. It was a cool <laughs> show. The only thing indoor there <laughs> but, are the porta potties. But like three <laughs> times throughout the very long set. Kind of looked out, you know, you, you strum a couple chords, you, the band's kind of doing whatever, and you, he looks out and saying, like, well, what we got for signs here, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, he saw one and was like, oh, hey, we're we're engaged, blah, 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 we love it. And so he, like, brought the couple on stage and was like, what song you want to hear? And they, like, played one that was like, that's kind of cool, but also, like... It sounds. It looks like a big PR thing. So they're just standing there while he plays a song how, in front of this, everybody. To me, it sounds like when they were building the set list, they're like, "Play these four songs," and it's a built-in break. Like, pander to the audience for right. ten minutes. For, do this again, and then at right, one right. point, he like. Um. So for those who don't know, Bank of or Meadowbrook Pavilion, whatever. Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Yeah, there's. It's like a big indoor outdoor area then there's like a grass there's a grassy knoll in the back and uh <laughs> lovely a lot of yeah a lot of snipers a lot yeah. of like, people <laughs> shooting jfk in the back but he uh he somehow keith urban like came around back and was like playing guitar in the lawn on, on the lawn yeah and then like how the fuck did he get there i don't know uh, it's a wireless system it's yeah. easy yeah no and but then, like how did he physically just walk there i don't know I, I had like, left at that point but well, i, I hope heard so. but someone should have left like, as soon as you walked the in. guitar signed the guitar and like gave it to someone yeah that's fucking cool and that's cool but also like built-in pandering that's yeah, what i'm saying but it's, it's, still, it's so disingenuous dude i don't care it's still cool for the audience like like for example no that that's cool but it's not genuine you know what's it's not built cool? in why it's do you not it's not cool because hey let's say i'm going to see keith urban i'm a diehard fan have been for years we Thanks. all know that about me yeah true <laughs> i'm going to see keith urban i pay very good Garth money Brooks. for very good section seats or wherever i've never been to meadowbrook or whatever the fuck it's called so yeah. i don't know oh you gotta go it's really nice there. it's a really yeah, great we'll outdoor see. but um, imagine like you spend a bunch of money on like the best area seats yeah. whatever possible right yeah you pay for all this shit <sighs> i'm not paying Start. to see Keith Urban bring up a engaged couple and play a song mm. for them. Fuck that. That sucks. And you know what it is? I'll sound like my, my reaction to everyone else is, or with everyone else is, oh, that's really cool. I love Keith Urban. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again because he's a good guy. No, nah. no, it's disingenuous. I think it's built in. That for Keith Urban, I'm sure he's a for great Keith guy. Urban, sure probably built in because he's a Russian robot. But, <laughs> but it's programmed. Yeah, but he's <laughs> programmed every four songs to pander. So, so I think I mean <laughs> engage pander. Keith Urban pander. Where is the engaged person? <laughs> but, but I mean, like, I think we, again, Foo Fighters is a bad example because Dave Grohl is such a genuine dude. But yeah, I, they they strike me as genuine yeah. people. But, but, and but I, in general, I, like that pander. I want to give like the benefit of the doubt for most things. I see your guys' points. I can see where it feels fabricated, fake, phony, all that stuff. I still think it's cool regardless. Okay. I think it's cool for the people that get to experience it, even if they fucking know beforehand and it's all set up. It's still cool. And I, 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 there, I see that there's no, no downside to it. Even if it takes fucking 10 minutes out of your viewing, I see no downside to it. I don't think it takes away from the viewing, though. I, I just, it's I kind of like, see it's kinda like when you go to a ballpark game or a hockey game and they put the fans on the screen. Does that upset you? No, that's different. That's way different. Not really. The screens are not the center of attention the whole fucking time. Like I'm not at a hockey game staring at the sign. Sometimes, Jared, if it's a shitty fucking seat, probably not. But I'm just saying it's like the same idea. Or they do little mini games and no, stuff. No, because like that. they like, only oh. do they only do that shit during breaks. That's yeah. something that's like, oh, we're in intermission right now <laughs> or whatever. Like, Concerts, so. though. Yeah, and most of the I time, I think we're we're beating we're beating <clears throat> a dead horse a little bit. But I, yeah. I, I see where your point is. Yeah. I see how it can be kind of a, like annoying. But I, I personally see no downside. How about how about this? I'm Keith Urban. 
Yep. <laughs> I'm Keith Urban. I am Keith Urban. Pandering commence. Show me your signs. Um, hey girl, show me your signs. Um, I, I think it's it's <clears throat> hits if you're that person. Okay. Who, like that's awesome. Sure. I get it. But I think just maybe us being skeptical, but or us knowing the business. I, I think just seeing it, I just I get super skeptical. I'm like, I just don't see the 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 genuineness of it. Right. Whereas like, with remember when we went to Switchfoot and John wore my fucking hat on stage? Yeah. Like that's different. But you that fucking was, hit him in the nose with it. Yeah, that's true. But that but that was that was genuine. You know what I mean? Like that was I see. Yes. Like that's, that's way cooler genuine. than if he came up to me. He's like, hey, you want to give me your hat because I talked to you before the concert? Yeah, and also and that's like a, that's a smaller venue. Yeah. No, true. I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, a giant fucking arena is a yeah. little different. Yeah, yeah. Little, I mean, a little bit. Truth of be told, like I've I've never played a venue of that switchfoot caliber. Right, like, yeah, I'm right. not that cool. But like, no. ten out of ten times, if someone's like things came on the stage, like yeah. hats, glasses, oh, I always throw yeah, them yeah. on. I don't care. Fuck it's fun. Yeah. yeah, but like part of that's just because like ah, you get to give that person like a little bit of a story and like yeah, eh, it's kind it's of pretty a scene. It's fun. Right. Yeah. I, so so. I was the only hits here? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think so. so Sorry, we dude. Can do, I we just can... like charities too yeah, much. Russian right? Keith Urban's going to be pissed about me. Here's this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can do one more quick one. We're, we're, one. we're pretty far into it. Or we can one. go right to the beef. Just do a quick one. Give me one. Quick one? Yeah, okay, quick, quick one. We won't elaborate up. for 25 sure. minutes about yeah, Russian yeah. Keith Urban. But, uh, <laughs> does not compute. Banned biopics. So not banned documentaries. Band biopics. It's like a, a dramatic reenactment of a band's history. Oh, so, so you're talking like, about like the, the Dirt on fucking Netflix. The Dirt or the, that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, oh. the Queen one, or Rocket Man, the Elton John one. It's really... <sighs> the problem is yeah. that it's, it's either hit or shit yeah. at the same yeah. time. Okay, that's true. So what would yeah. you call this? Like a like a fifth? Like yeah, I'm like you okay? I'm like uh, a, I just stroked out. I think if you put whatever you just said on a sign, you can call on stage. <laughs> I'm gonna make a sign, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's either hit like Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. or it's shit like The Dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I'm tentative hit, but I think that you can so easily mess up a story based on whoever's writing the movie. Yeah. So like. I saw the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I think that's the only one out of, like, this group that I've seen. But, like, it was entertaining, and I had a fun time watching it. But, like, based on who wrote it, they made, like... They basically made Freddie Mercury's, like, sexual orientation, like, something completely degenerative to... Like, obviously, like, HIV-AIDS aside, but, like... They made it seem like that was, like, the biggest Uh, problem in the entire world, which, like... they. They focused on that too much yeah, rather which, than focusing on like, it is, the band. It is a big deal, but that's like, true. pandering. Yeah, but pandering. like what what like is tough true is though. that like that was just such a big part of his personality in general, right. and they make it seem like it's a fucking curse in the it, movie. You know, but, it's like but but to defend that at that time, that kind of was. You know what I mean? Like to be gay in like the seventies and eighties is kind of frowned upon. So and it was a really big deal for it's it's for the it, band I guess you could time. say it was frowned upon, but it was also kind of the start of like. Basically, the pride movement. So no, when true. people finally yeah, no, started correct. getting their ground and being like, you know right. what, dude, this is who we are. Eat ass. Right, but it, was, but it was still <laughs> super Literally. taboo. Still yeah, very yeah, taboo. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, they made it, like, that's why people loved him so much. Like, A, because he's super talented and wrote, ec- like, excellent music. But, B, yeah. like, just his personality, yeah, who being, he was on stage, who he was off stage. Like, proud of he, him. Was, he was an incredible dude. But if you watch the movie, the entire time, he's like, all right, I'm, I guess I'm a little bi. From there on, they make it, like, a steady but very gradual, like, he's going downhill, everything's bad now that he likes dudes and girls. You yeah. know, they, they yeah. just make it yeah. seem so, so much worse than it was. So, what, right. so why don't I do this, because we, we definitely going to get into the beef here a little bit, but band biopics, rel- so is that hits or shits uh, relative to actual bands or artist documentaries? I still think they're, like, a tentative hit. I it's think, like, hits, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like I said, okay. it's either a hit or... Or it's shit. If it's done well, it's still good. Like yeah. the the Queen movie was still really good. I had a yeah. good time watching it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think like if it's done really well, then it's great. If it's done kind of <laughs> shitty, then it's, it's still terrible. probably decent, but it's not great. <clears throat> okay. Yep. I am on the fence. All right. Yeah. I'm, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm kind of with you there. So. Okay. We will be right back with the beef of the podcast. We <laughs> will be right back. Are we doing ads yet? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll at do this an point? ad. He puts them in afterwards. At this yeah. point? Yeah, yeah I'll throw an ad in here. Oh, yeah. After a quick word from our sponsors. 
Lamb of Pod is brought to you by Chad Kroger's photography class. If your name is Kid Rock and you have a picture of Cheryl Crow that you need developed, reach out to Chad Kroger photography class where you'll have people saying, wow, look at this photograph. And we are back. We were just singing Mariah Carey songs because she rips. So good. Yeah. yeah. So that one song. Yeah, that one. She has good songs. Leave her alone. <laughs> if you want Christmas in July, Mariah Carey's your girl. Or Michael Bublé. Or, yeah, I guess. Whoever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, anyways, okay, so the beef of the podcast. So we wanted to just have a discussion around what we thought the, I guess you could call it like the state of the union of music or whatever, but basically just kind of talking about what it means to be a modern modern musician. So one of the things you know we talked about was there is a lot of there's there's easier means to get your stuff out there and that's that's both good good and bad and it's good in the sense where it's like it's i think easier to become bigger and have the overnight success that everyone always talks about but at the same time like with so much shit out there there's a lot of shit right yeah no, i agree um <clears throat> kind of piggybacking like on what you said it is the greatest time in the history of the world to be a musician because you are able to get the widest possible audience via YouTube and Spotify and Apple SoundCloud. Music and SoundCloud and this podcast. Just, this yeah. podcast <clears throat> is the biggest podcast in the world. So um, number eighty six on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, it's good. good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like in it's and with that comes the also the worst time to be a musician because, like you said, you're. The world is just inundated with with amazing musicians, and then you have like America's Got Talent, and American mm-hmm. Idol, and The Voice, and like name fucking name something. There's yeah. there's singers everywhere. There's musicians everywhere. It's really hard to make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. But the way the world is right now, it's also the easiest yeah. time to do that at the, at the same time. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? but what scares me is that like now you have people like. Uh, let me, let me make sure I get this. Like, little Xanax and little Tylenol and yeah. little Advil PM. And My like, favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's it's you have those people that are popular, and you're like, this is fucking garbage, but there's enough people that have access to it that get enough of a, of a following where all of a sudden, if you're, you know, from a business sense, if you're a manager or something, you see all of a sudden this dude overnight has two million hits. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to get this guy on whatever. Like, it's, right. it's, it's weird. It, like, it creates... More quantity, but less quality, in my opinion. Right, uh, I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, it is, to Chris's point, it is the easiest time to be able to self-produce music. It's the easiest it's been for you yourself to promote your own music. I mean, granted, if you have the monetary value to do it. But I think that is also not good. Um, yeah. Just in the sense that, like, I could put out the worst... I don't know, two-song EP. It could be, like, country rap. I could produce the worst shit in the world. And if I spend Old enough... Road. <laughs> if I if I spend Lenotic. enough on, like, my marketing and I spend enough on, like... You know, it, like, you just have to go to the right person to record it and produce it, you know, to make it sound passable. Mm-hmm. Like, you can still get a following based on just, like, hype value alone, which is, like, tough because, like... People will get hyped on pretty much anything you tell them to get hyped on. It's true. You know, if you have, like, one person that retweets a tweet of yours and you're a right. nobody, you can be a somebody, even if it's bullshit. Correct. I think the age of one-hit wonders is the highest it's ever been. Yeah, it's alive and fucking it's, well, it's, dude. It's yeah. exactly what it is. It's it's make it, Old Town Road is a perfect example. Here's a better one. That kid will not Friday. go anywhere. Ooh. Friday, Rebecca oh, Black. Oh, Rebecca Black. She had a couple more bangers called Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, it, you know, the, the one-hit wonder, you know, it kind of de... It's, it's so tough because, you know, everybody wants to, quote-unquote, make it, right? Everybody wants to make money making music. And sometimes you get these one-hit wonders that make a shitload of money off this one hit like Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. And it devalues musicianship in a way. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, actual skilled, right? Musicians. Like look at like uh, like uh, Alejandro from um, Alejandro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That he's a musician. Like yeah. he can sing his nuts off, mm-hmm. and he can play guitar. Fucking amazing. Yeah, play piano. He, he can play, do it all. Play, yeah. He does everything. Yeah, he's a, but yeah. he'll never pro- he'll he'll never be as big as Lil Nas X. Oh, for sure. And like to, sure to me, yeah. as a as a purist, as far as musician goes, that hurts my feelings. I probably yeah, disagree this. with that. You, how many how I many people? I, I think I will. I don't know, man. How many people? If you go to actually, of all people, uh, I remember 
like sophomore or junior year of high school, um, of all people, this kid, this is going to mean, this name's going to mean nothing to a lot of people, but Garrett Tower and Jake Staffier came up to me one day. Shout out to Garrett Tower. Stiffy and, and Garrett. Good yeah. guy. And Love they came Garrett up Tower. to me and, and they Stiffy. go, hey, Garrett goes, do you know who Lil Wayne is? I was like, oh yeah, obviously I know who Lil Wayne is. And he goes, do you know who Thomas Iraq is? I know who that is. Yes. Guy from Paul Troy. Correct. But if you were to ask... 99% of people. They go, yeah. do you know who Thomas Iraq is? And you're going to go, who the fuck is that? But right. you, go, you know Lil Wayne? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that right. one song or but whatever. I, that is different because Thomas yeah. Iraq and The Fall of Troy is a very niche audience. Correct. Whereas Lil Wayne is <clears throat> definitely a lot more broad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, I like okay, The what Fall about, of Troy. And there yeah. are obviously, honestly, there are some Lil Wayne songs that fucking slap. Sure. You yeah. know, it is what it is. Well, what about like, okay, so like I, I guarantee you, or not guarantee, but there's probably a good chance that a lot of people don't know who like Miles Kennedy is. No, correct. Oh, but, absolutely, but he's right. like... But once again, we're, you're comparing like apples and oranges. Yeah, they're both musicians, but rap, hip-hop are so much more popular than than hard rock, metal, yeah, things true. of that nature. So it's, it's tough, you know, if you want to... It's tough to make that comparison because you are. It's just totally different animals, okay, right? Fair enough. Yeah. But but I see what your point is. Is that you look at quality of musicianship, quote unquote. Granted, yeah. Little Wayne does things I can't do. I oh, yeah, can't no. rap like that. I can't drink I, an entire bottle of cough no. syrup and talk after. Right. No, no, no. That's I what I'm saying. Like, you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. I've never tried. <laughs> Coming soon. Shit yeah, cast. I was too. just about to say. I was about to say. I haven't tried, and I'm willing to try. But <laughs> the shit cast episode two. Yeah. The boys drink clean. <laughs> <laughs> Insert always sunny in Philadelphia music. Yeah, that would be funny. But you know, it's oh, it's fine. it's tough to make that comparison. Um, again, like speaking to your point, it's very easy to be an, an overnight success. Yeah, but it's just as easy to immediately be forgotten overnight. Yeah. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna I think reference you and your band Devin Hollow Point R.I.P. Unfortunately, rip. big rip. Um, or you or even imagine the escape again, big rip. Um, yep, big, but, big rip. Or our or good Nick Edwards, bands, Ankle Lines. Lines. Yep. Yeah, so... Or everybody's favorite band, A Kingdom to Throne. <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget? Irre- irrelevant to the conversation, as you will soon find out. So, you look at bands that are, are extremely talented, right? And, you know, back in the day, probably would not... This, this, I mean, there's a lot of specs, like, wouldn't... They're not, like, a Led Zeppelin or something, like, there's... It's not a... What do you mean, bro? Yeah. My band isn't, like, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Let, me, let me rephrase. So you had to do, and you had to learn how to do everything yourself. Not only from a, we need to record and produce and mix our own shit, like, that's a skill that's forced upon you, but you now need to, as you brought up earlier, do your own marketing, be your own... You're basically an entrepreneur with musical skills. Yep. Correct. Yeah, it makes and, sense. like, that... You didn't necessarily had to do that. You just back had to be a talent, right? But then is, you look at right. like, okay, now you let's even you just look at the eighties. You're like, okay, what big bands came out of the eighties? Best time period ever. Like Guns and Roses, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, like a bunch of these big fucking crazy rock star bands, and a whole genre of hair metal. But like the best, you come out like. You're not going to find that nowadays because there's so much of it. And there's well, a lot right. of, like, the, do it yourself. The times have changed a lot, you know? Like, the way it was maybe in the 80s is, like, people who are interested in signing bands and things like that would go to shows and just see who kicked their balls the hardest right. from a musician standpoint. And they go to the record now, store and get a fucking right. record but and now, it out. Yeah, but, like, now, as someone who would own a label, like, you're waiting for people to send you submissions for the most part. Like, yeah. you're not, you know, you can go out of your way and find things like that, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it has kind of flip-flop in the sense that people are no longer just going out and ripping their hardest. Now people are... A, trying to rip their hardest, and B, trying to get themselves noticed by these labels or management crews yeah. or like whoever they're trying to get themselves into. The hustle's different. I, I, yeah. think, I think nowadays the artists have almost have more power than the producers do, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like they, Sure. Okay. And whereas back then, like you were, the producer had you by the balls, right? Be, or, or the record I label. So. I just, yeah. no, okay. Maybe not the producer. That's the wrong the record term. label. The record yeah, yeah. label. Okay. Yeah. So the artists now have quote-unquote more power than the record label because they can go oh you don't want to sign me a deal fuck it i'll go on youtube i'll release all my shit i'll go to spotify i'll go to this i'll go to that and you have other avenues rather than just going to warner records or wb or you know like any or is that the same thing sure you know you you know you know what i'm (laughs) saying though like you other than going to these big record labels who can 
have you on a contract where you're fucked for the next 10 years. You don't need these contracts mm-hmm. anymore. You just need your talent in, a, in well, an outlet. Yeah. But, to, but to that point also is that music isn't distributed the same way as it was in, let's say, right. the 80s. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? In the 80s, it was, what, cassette and vinyl mostly? Cassette, vinyl. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's tough to do by yourself if you want to distribute no, 10,000 yeah. albums. Now, right. you could just take, like we do with this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Kyle sends me the shit. I edit it. I, I export it as an MP3. I drag it into a thing. I put in the notes and hit go. And then it's out there. Yeah. And I go, and good job, thing. guys. Could it's I the do same nothing. thing. Yeah, it's the same thing you with music. Beer. Yeah. I'm here for the beer. You know what I mean? Like, you can no, but very yeah. easily self-produce something, even if it's shit quality or great quality, and very easily yeah. distribute it yourself. Yeah. Like, whether you market it correctly or not is on you, but... Yeah you can very easily get your material out there. Yeah. So what's interesting, too, is that you look at, again, it's it's almost like a skill that you have to do this. And, and we look at bands like uh, Protest the Hero is all independent now. Periphery started their own record label and are independent now. I, I, I'm going to say the name again, or that's all we're going to do. Our Last Night's doing the same thing. Like, there's a lot of bands out there that are doing that self-produced. I'm 100% crowdfunded on my own. But... All of those bands started on a record label. Right. Sometimes you need the the the, the pick me up at yeah. the beginning, right? Like uh, like you said, I like, would say for those bands specifically, like they all started in a different time period. Yeah. Not okay. one of those bands That's started true. yesterday. You know no, what I mean? True. They were all around yeah. in the early thousands, so there's no right. reason for them to not be on a label. Mm. But now, in 2013, like it makes sense for a lot of people to self-produce everything because like why do you want to give management or a label a piece of the cake which is like your incoming yeah, right. money like you know right. if you don't need to why would you yeah. and i think it's easier for like um i'm gonna bring up because I, I wanted to bring this up earlier actually uh so chance the rapper mm-hmm. like most people know chance the rapper at this who? point yeah you, whatever fuck you <laughs> obama knows who chance the rapper is <laughs> but like he uh a hundred percent gives gives away all of his music for free period Right. With the exception of an album that he's actually coming up, which is hilarious because it's his debut album. He's been even though he's been ever sixteen yeah. years. Yeah. Um, side note on that, uh, Acid Rap is finally on Spotify, which is great album, awesome. And uh, what's really interesting, and shout out to Chance for being such a good guy. And Chance, if you're listening, oh, he's listening. What are you doing? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a there's a song Juice on Acid Rap. Great song. Right. Well, one of my favorites off the album. Actually, I got the yeah. juice. And uh, I nailed it. on Spotify, like, it's not there. It's only at 30. Why? Listen, you got to listen to it. So he has a message and goes, hey, guys, it's Chance. Uh, I really wanted Juice to be on, you know, on the album on Spotify. I couldn't get it cleared in time, but I really wanted to release the album. However, if you keep listening to the end of this track, it's like 30 seconds. Uh, all the proceeds from this stream alone will go to like a social worker charity or something like That's that. That's sweet. Like, yo, what a what a stand up dude. Good Pandering for you. No, That's not, I'm sense. just kidding. I'm no. kidding. Okay. Uh, yeah, kidding. Kind of not because like yeah, Russian, no, if you legit. can get if you can get <laughs> yeah. everything else cleared and like I can right. get something on Spotify tonight now if right. I want to. So Russian Keith Urban's fucking pissed yeah. about that pandering, dude. So it's it's like a little pandering, but it is good at least. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's my blow up when I turn it's, Yeah, on. it's pandering for a good cause, but yeah. I, I I yeah exactly. I'm just trying to make light of this yeah, situation. Yeah. And not so much is um, Chance the Rapper is the guy that does the thirteen hats, right? Yes, yeah. or three. Three, Three, rather. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got yeah. me. But, yeah. like, regardless, like, I've literally seen articles that are like, Chance the Rapper debuts hats to mm. be on sale on public and sells out in two minutes. Yeah. So, he's, like, he's fucking... He's, he's doing it's right. not like he's not making money by giving right. his music out for free. Yeah. And and a lot of these, you know what? Um, but I, I've heard this all the time. Sorry, no, just quick yeah, yeah. Most artists... They do get some kickback from their streams and from downloads and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. they make their money on tour. They make yeah. their money on that's, merch. That's where merch, you make merch and tour. Merch because and tour is where you make you, money. If so, you were trying to be a musician, surviving off, let's say Spotify, I'm sure. Money. I'm sure Apple Music is roughly the same pay rate, sure. if not less. You're not making diddly shit. No, I think literally the percentage is like it's like zero point zero 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 eight cents per yeah, it's, stream it's or something ridiculous. Horrible. So yeah, so so for him to put out music for free is, I mean, one like you said, he's fucking loaded. He doesn't even and technically need any more money, but you know, for him, just getting his his, sh- you know, more more streams, more shares, yeah. more listens. Well, it's just yeah. more. It's just that more just, marketability. Right. It's more. If you can get public. one more fan to a concert that buys one more hat or one more T-shirt mm-hmm. or anything. You're putting more dollars in your pocket. So to put your music for free, it's only beneficial. In so, a way. so here's the thing. After you've That's made it. the best example of a modern musician, I think. Because I think he does it right. He's like, here's all my music for free. Yeah. Uh, 
I hope you like it. It's literally like he's you're not making money from the music itself. If that shows that like people not like his yeah right. people like his music, that well, I'm gonna go see him. That's that's perfect. That's awesome. Um, I think if you look at and again, it's it's another good example. But Periphery, and I know we bring him up. Every fucking episode. Yeah, but, yeah. Hey, but, do you guys know that we like Periphery? Uh, this podcast oh, sponsored by Periphery and Kyle Burping. Yep. <laughs> and <him>. deep breaths. <laughs> <sighs> so if you uh, if you look at Periphery's, actually pretty much everyone there, they all have their own signature guitars, signature drum head, signature cymbals. Uh, fuck, they have Misha has his own pedal company. Uh, they've got Get Good Drums and Music Plugin. That's something I want to talk about later too. Not good good drums but they all have something else that kind of plugs into they bring it to the table yeah and and on many interviews misha and everyone actually everyone in the band has always said like periphery will always be a passion project like we don't give a fuck if we make like we make money or not that's what we we want to do it to make money i'm not wow (laughs) (laughs) and the truth comes out keith urban and edit edit no edits make music we we enjoy doing it right so uh, <laughs> everything else, like that's just that's just extra stuff on top of it. And, like, but that's, that's just that's marketing, cool. also. You're right, right. Like marketing, if you're putting yeah. out, if you're putting out, like let's say they put out an album, it's twelve songs, whatever. Everyone loves it, and everyone follows their socials. How yeah. hard is it to plug like, hey, here's my pedal company, so you can right. sound just like yeah. us? And but then the everyone is, who it, plays guitar and has a hard on listening to this song is like, I'm buying that hundred ten dollar pedal tonight. Correct. Nick, but, but still, Kyle. it's all yeah, dude. It's same a thing, sweet pedal, same thing with like merch. Oh, that's, okay. that's basically how merch works. You know what I mean? It's no, like, yeah, hey, yeah, if yeah. you want to support us, pick up a shirt, and people will say, "Okay, okay I will okay, buy I a pick shirt. up two shirts." Yeah. yeah, but I think it's just cool that like it's it's shifted like it's shifted like again. You look at like fucking Slash back in the day. He's not like I'm gonna create my own amp and pedal. He's just like, well, it's because he made real money being a musician. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Very well, true. Yeah, but you know, like like I said earlier. Once again, the artists have more control of their destiny than they did in the past. I think that's a better way to put to it. To a degree. I think it, right. Right, sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's fine. I think the way it has shifted is that it's easier to get your music out there and it's easier to be a name, which you might not make as much money as you may have in like the 80s or 90s. Sure. But now it gives you a bigger, a bigger marketing avenue. Whereas if you have secondary talents like right. Periphery, great example. Um Band themselves, great, but it's a pretty niche audience, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, let's very, imagine yeah. that, yeah. eh, you kind of like them, but whatever. They have everything for every producer ever that wants to make music similar but different. True. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, here's this huge band that maybe makes, uh, I don't know, X amount of dollars doing mm-hmm. what they do. And it also gives them this huge window to be like, hey, well, we also offer drum samples, and we also offer mm-hmm. fucking right. custom guitars that, like... I'm sure they get a little piece of the pie. Oh, someone, someone buys a custom yeah, guitar for if your name's on that. You're getting yeah. right. I have and one. same thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing yeah. for like yeah, the guitars, the get good drums, same thing for pedals. Like, if if you have like one of those items, you're directly pay not directly paying them, but you're giving them more money for that. Support. So yeah, you're supporting yeah, exactly. Yeah. But right. it's it gives you more opportunity <clears> to make money in different avenues of what you do yeah. versus just like hey i'm gonna go up on stage and rip a fucking sick solo yeah yeah, yeah. do you guys think the like quote-unquote age of the rock star is kind of dead no like mm, like yeah but but to an extent like there's still ro- quote-unquote rock star justin bieber ed sheeran bruno mars you know uh fucking kanye west like like huge, huge artists, but I'm talking about like a rock star, like Mick Jagger, and, no, and Mm-mm. you know no, Michael Jackson. Like that, you know, like no I way. think rock star is like kind of a broad term, which can like kind of hit right. any genre. The closest Correct. thing we have to that's Dave Grohl. Nope. No, 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 no. You want to know who the biggest rock star I can think of right Just now? Just Fred Durst. I Fuck wish. off. <laughs> Fred, Fred Durst. I have a funny no. incident about that no. later. It's, yeah. it's Who's Post Malone. Is it, you consider him rock? I yeah, can, no, I consider he, him a rock he's star. He's considered rock star. I do not, yeah. yes. I do okay, not yeah, consider sure. him rock, okay. but I do I consider know. him a rock star. Okay. He's definitely... You want to know why? Why? This guy... Because he has always tired, tattooed under his eyes. He literally, he literally had a house party. Went to a hardcore show the same night. Invited some kids that were playing. They went to his house and, like, pounded beer funnels with Post Malone. Played his, like, custom guitar through his bullshit custom Line 6 amp. This, that, the other thing. Fast forward a year... Post Malone is spotted in Walmart open carrying a gun in sweatpants. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Like yeah. it, it's no, gotten to the okay. point where like he could just do whatever the fuck well, he wants, and people are like, "That's Post sick, Malone. dude." That's you know, so, well, first sweet, of all, Post Malone's a human meme, so yeah. there's fucking that. Uh, dude, you know, I kind of like him, dude. He's, I, I, I do he's too. so I, unapologetic he's, in who he is that like he's I a have person to like I would it. hang. I would want to hang out with, like, dude. If like Post your Malone buddy was just around, dude, I would feel bad bothering him, but it would be sick. Just be like, "What up?" He would probably probably shoot the shit. I'd say he'd probably come up to you and start fucking talking. I don't know. No, probably. I'm making. I'm not that. He seems like kind of a person, but I'm just saying, like. Like, there's no more, like, the, uh, like, think of Mick fucking Jagger in the 70s and 80s. Like, you are the Axl Rose, you know, uh, fucking um, James Hetfield from Metallica. You know, like, talk about these super, super, uh, Stephen fucking Tyler. Like, these icons of rock. That fucking MILF. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that (laughs) hot-ass old lady Stephen Tyler. Um, (laughs) Stephanie Tyler. Yeah. (laughs) Stephanie Tyler. Stephanie Tyler. (laughs) Yep. Um, That's my Halloween wait a costume. Oh, I'm picturing that in my head, and it's not pretty. Sorry, but yeah, like you know, obviously you still have the the Justin Bieber's of the world, but I just don't think that the 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 um, like the allure the of the rock, I, yeah, the yeah. rock star lifestyle is just not. the I same. I think the the definition of rock star is kind of it's changed. It's over more the years. just celebrity, right? Yeah. But in like a different kind of way. Musical but yeah, celebrity. basically, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Kanye. Kanye's one of the biggest artists in the world. Rockstar. Guy doesn't give a fuck about anything. He, d- he also has a lot of mental uh, lot diseases. Of yeah, I feel yeah, bad. Yep. I do too. Uh, yep. He's he's a he's, he'd be crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I just I just wanted to hear your opinion. On yeah. That. What do you have, sicko? Uh, side note on Post Malone. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but uh, he owns the phrase. Yep. Go ahead. This is gonna be good. He owns the phrase. When you're here, your family from Olive Garden. That's yeah, his. Post Malone does. Yes. Yeah. So the whole. No, listen. This it, it, you can actually watch it. He on owns YouTube. that. Yes. So the story That's was fucking hilarious. The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon originally had the catchphrase "When you're here, your family." Olive Garden and they trademarked it. Olive Garden went, "Hey, that's fucking awesome. We'll buy it from you." And they said, "Okay, sure." So there was kind of like this weird like rights sort of thing. Like you can use it, but you give us money. Tonight Show owned it. Uh... Post Malone went on a loves Olive Garden. Went on the Tonight Great Show for an interview. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, great. It's, it's fine. Fine. If you go there, <laughs> buddy. Brought to you by Olive Garden. It's fine. fine. Yeah. Okay. Wait. No. 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 Hold on. Hold on. So they go. Brother. So they go out to Olive Garden. They have like a you know on the Tonight Show. Yep. On that's the Tonight funny. Show. Yeah. That's funny. Amazing. And it was Post Malone's birthday, so Jimmy goes, "We've got a special gift for you." Uh, the Tonight Show actually owns the phrase when you're here, your family, and we know you love Olive Garden so much. So actually, he opens up this like pamphlet, and he's like, "If you sign here, I'm giving you the phrase That's when you're here, your family." Hilarious. That's amazing. I don't own a catchphrase, That's though we awesome. should. I'm gonna, fresh never frozen. Fresh never frozen. <laughs> you guys will learn. No, I think. Uh, know. Yeah, I know. I, I hope that nobody else it. ever knows. Um, I'm oh, gonna one up you. Michael Jackson owned the rights to "Happy Birthday." Oh really? In the yeah, he bought. You do it right now. Nice. He had <laughs> was the right good moment to yeah. "Happy Birthday." What? Just, just the phrase "Happy no, Birthday." No, the song. He owned the song "Happy he Birthday" for a while. He owns the That's why they had to make like, bones too. Yeah. You know? He owns. <laughs> he does. He, he owns. Wacko Jacko steals Elephant Man bones. Follow Troy song. Thank also you. A head, really? Yep. Yeah. It was also yeah, a it headline is. in like the National oh. Enquirer. That's a real thing. Michael yeah. Jackson owns. Wacko Jacko owns Elephant. Wacko Jacko steals Elephant Man's bones. Say that five times fast. Good no. luck. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Good luck. Do it. But yeah, um, Michael Jackson owned the song "Happy Birthday" for a while. Wow. Yep. And that's why. Has anyone trademarked the Alphabet song yet? Probably. Ooh, that's a good question. Lamb of Prod is brought to you by the Alphabet <laughs> song. song. Yeah, now we own it. Do you have kindergartners? Are they fucking stupid? Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> uh, um. So the question I have, I guess, moving this forward, is um. Do you think that? Uh, oh, right. So back in the day, you had all this hardwired equipment and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, at some point, we'll call it early two thousands. At some point, but you had this digital music sort of thing where I think uh, you know you can now have programmable drums that sounded okay, but now you know like get good drums and others like they sound real. They're really oh, good. Yeah. And you have these like amp plugins or or like the uh, Axe Effects, like a digital, like it's a digital amplifier. So you can literally go, hey, I have two computer speakers and a MacBook, but I want a 1967 
Marshall amp and I want this and I want this and I can fine tune everything and then all of a sudden I've got this crazy tone. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, is, is that good? Is that bad? That's how do just you, how progressing do that? technology. It's yeah. great. It's great for everyone. It makes it a lot more accessible and it makes like smaller people that don't have $40,000 in capital to start their business makes them able to do that. But I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really affect like a good or a bad producer. Like you can yeah. still be a shit producer and have all the right gear, whether it's $40,000 worth of it or $20,000 or 5,000 mm-hmm. or just the opposite. Like you can have $5,000 worth of gear and you can create some awesome music. Right. Yeah. So a lot of it I think has to do with the talent, but the accessibility now is obviously greater than it's ever been, you know? Yeah. Right. No, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like, in the sense of the purity of the music, you know, not having those those specific uh, instruments or yeah. or equipment to record kind of takes away from you know the uh, you know the hipster in us. You know, kind of you sure, want you sure. want that purity of it, but it like like Devin said, it, it, having the accessibility as a like a, a person that doesn't have the money to do a, it. Yeah, it's a bedroom pretty, guitarist. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, um, and you, I think you see a lot of bands kind of do that now, where they just they program like all their. I mean. No, I shouldn't say a lot. No, no, there's a lot of bands that do Dude, that. There is a so there's like, a lot of bands that put out albums that are all like produced. Fit, good, good yeah. example Play of this live. is uh, Fit for a King. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know that album, Descendants. Yep, we yep. all know it. It's good a good album. album. It's the same song it's over hard. and over and over yep. again, but it's fun. They do it nice. But um, like the bass tone on that, like yep. you know how it's like super janky, super hard hitting. Still, mm-hmm. this is literally just a program drum. Yeah. That's literally mm. a piano roll that's been preloaded with certain effects, etc. Really? That Weird. someone could just program. Yeah. Huh. So like um, a friend of mine who records has similar abilities, creates similar tones for bass. It's literally just a piano roll and like he will take like a kick pattern mm-hmm. and just drag it into the bass column mm-hmm. and then adjust it for notes and it'll follow Weird. like bass drums so it sounds <laughs> Pretty cool just right. That's you know cool. what I mean? Pretty like, cool. And honestly, like I really like that kind of no. tone. I think it sounds great it and does. it makes perfect sense for that genre. Mm-hmm. Right. Which yeah. is perfect because like if you want to buy the bass gear to do it, like go not ahead, cheap, but yeah, yeah, not cheap. Whereas like right. you can spend like a hundred dollars on a preset from someone and be like, well, now I can just do this. I can just click and drag this and get it just right. And there we go. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and again, going back to periphery and w- when we were talking about like, Hey, we kind of, if you want to sound like us, that's great. Here's all this stuff. And I was reading an interview. It was either Mark or Misha, but they were saying like, Oh, it's very interesting that you guys like, um, so they all use the Axe FX, which for those who don't know, it's basically a computer that does guitar tones and all that stuff. Yeah, that, it's, that's a, super it's, a, it's a preamp. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super simplified. Like it's a computer that can do musical noises. Anyway, so uh, you can download these things called patches, which are just like, here's a tone that you want to you wanna hear. And Periphery basically releases a good portion of their patches download for free. And... There was someone from another band that was saying, like, dude, like, why do you do that? That's insane. And whoever it was from Periphery said that, you know, hey, I was talking to another person and they said that it doesn't matter if that individual has your exact guitar, your exact setup. They're not going to sound like you. They're not you. They're not you. There's that, you know, there's there's finger tone. There's like how hard you pluck the your your angle of attack. There's so many different. There's your brain and creativity. Yeah, there's so much shit that goes into it. So like, yeah, like I've got I've got Mark's guitar, Mark's pedal, Misha's fucking other pedal. Like, in I don't sound like periphery. I can get a, a tone that's kind of close. You can copy periphery. You can make it comparable. You can, comparable. You can cover their songs, yeah. but you're not going to be like, hey, I just made a new periphery song. Right, exactly. you're not perfect. I'm not right. Vale of Maya. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah. But, but seriously, <laughs> that's kind of a dig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do better next album, please. I guess, yeah, but it's still pretty good. The one before it that was pretty good, good too. Yeah. But, uh, they're all pretty good. Matriarch? Yeah. 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 They're, they're not fucking sick. Mikasa and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, fucking great album. Yeah, yeah. But Good dig, though. So, speaking of albums... Yeah, just what like, you, that uh, kind of wraps it up. Yeah. And... So what do you, uh, I want to, do you want to take a break? Do you nah. have to pee? No, nah, right, right, let's so wrap the it up. Let's go. Se- yeah, the last segment. All right, motherfuckers, oh, what wait, have you been on. listening wait, to? hold oh, on, I'm before sorry. we do it. Uh, let us know what your thoughts on Modern Musician. We've got an Instagram. Oh, anyways. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, comment, no, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Yeah, don't go over this stuff. Limapodnh at gmail.com. This is important, honestly, because like, we just started releasing these. By the time you listen to this, this is what we'll episode be, seven we're is, on. This is technically seven. So like, Shit, yeah, we just seven. we yeah, just released episode two as of now. Episode three comes out tomorrow. So like, 
it's actually a big deal for you to like like it and review it if you think we're doing a good job like if you think we're doing yeah. great then by all fucking means like we really want to hear from you it really right. would make make it we yeah. like um, we, we like the the fan interaction even if it's just a fan i want to i want to hear that people are actually i want to shoot the it. shit yeah yeah, yeah i want to chat I, you know what and then what's the best part is like a fan like we had some of our personal friends text us and be like why didn't you talk about this my fucking dad was like why didn't you talk about this and i was like shit you know like things we wouldn't naturally think about. did your dad say why didn't you talk about shine down i love my dad said why didn't you talk about yeah exactly Sorry, um, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fucking fight me, bro. <laughs> but don't you're like? But, but you, no, agree you owe my dad. <laughs> hey, you still owe my dad a broomstick. Um, and so, a keyboard. And a keyboard. No, no, you I don't own a keyboard. But regardless, if if you like what we're doing and you think it's decent, at least like by all means, like send us an email. Like everything's obviously linked in the description, but you can get a hold of us at lamofpodnh at gmail um, Eventually, we'll make a real website and have a real domain. But for now, yeah. you have to deal with the Gmail. We have the Lamb of Pod. Uh, Instagram. It's literally just at Lamb of Pod. I recently made us a Twitter. It's at Lamb of Pod. If you yep. didn't get the idea by now, yeah, pretty straightforward. Like, come watch us fight our last night in a Twitter. Yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. yeah, by by all means, though, feel free to get in contact because please. Every conversation we ever have, I know there's a million things we're missing, so we oh, want to know what it's at. And like, at some point, I'd like to do like a viewer mail thing. Like a, I think yeah, like a special like, like thirty have, minute episode. If you have or something, shit yeah. to say, yeah, we could just shoot the shit about whatever you have to input. Like, I just want to. Bring in whatever we can, just have fun with it. So, yeah. thank you for listening. But Absolutely, yeah. we, we love will, you. We will yeah. continue finish up with our outro yeah. of what we are bumping yeah. this week. So, so, Chris, what you bump? You want me to start? Yeah, you start. I was listening to the Contortionist. Oh, Ooh, great which... band! So, I went to the gym earlier. I listened to Exoplanet, which is their first album, which um, is, in my opinion, one of the best albums of all time. Okay, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as metal goes. Um, but it's it's they're they're such an interesting band because you start listening to their progression as a band and they get. Just totally different. Like they're they, very like they become atmospheric like a, and they're very like it's almost like acid rock. It's very tool. It's very yeah. tool. They Ugh. become like a tool wannabe with more metal. I don't know. It's kind of I don't know. It's very interesting. But uh, I was listening to their first album, Exoplanet. Fucking great album. Um, nice. Good on you. Yeah. What about you, Dev? Um, recently, my YouTube playlist has started suggesting a new band. Not probably not new, but new to me. Um, called Polaris. Oh, oh, wait, did you just hear Polaris? The no, not time? recently. No, I, oh, I probably oh, started hearing them pop up like band, maybe yeah, a month really ago. Good. Oh my God, I forgot but about them. I yeah. couldn't tell you jack shit about their albums or songs, oh. but I, every time they pop on, I know they're it's them and sick. it's I'll, like, I'll go to my way to make sure, but yeah. um, they definitely have a couple bangers that I've been checking out. Um, they're fucking tight. They're yeah, good. really entertaining, really fun. Um, kind of along the same lines of Proofery, but maybe a little different. You know, still that kind of like genty, but not quite. They're a little more rough around the edges, but I like them that about it the album yeah. the mortal coil gives me oh, a fucking boner so good by the way i'm just looking them up real quick they're on a tour right now with wage war and architects which Sick. is fucked me oh up. that's a european tour it is right? europe yeah. gets the best metal oh yeah. uh, chicago never mind there, oh isn't architects coming somewhere around here they mm. already did Oh I, shit! That's I right. remember I tweeted at um counterparts oh. and uh, this band called napoleon also yeah. good plug awesome band but they were doing a European tour. It was like five oh, dates. Europe, the UK the and Russia. Metal. And I was like, when y'all going to tour? And they were like, we are right now, asshole. Like, and I was like, no, but like near, near me. <laughs> near me. Yeah. Come to my house. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please Help sorry, me. I can't go to Russia. I talk shit. Yeah. I talk shit about Keith Urban. Yeah, talking about Keith, Keith Urban and Russian Keith robot right will now. ban us from there. Yeah. Kyle, what about you? Oh, boy. Uh, so as you can tell, I am uh, have the consistency of sour cream. So what I'm about to say is going to be very interesting. So... I uh, back in the day, uh, me and one of my one of my buddies, this guy Nick, who may be visiting very soon to this podcast, um, were avid Little Wayne fans. Hold on, hold on, don't say anything. Sip your beer, and uh, we listened to all of his mixtapes, like before everyone knew him. See, these push your glasses up a little yeah. further. Oh no, dude, it's bad. It's bad. And so we were talking about it. The, the other music, night. yeah, I agree. <laughs> God damn it! This Got was, him. This was before all the lean and the cough syrup, so it was like, oh, oh that's, that's pretty, eh, whatever. But like, coming soon. To anyways, a podcast also, so like, mm. sorry, let me make sure I pronounce it. Duh, drought three, dedication one, two, and three. Hottest N word under the sun. Can you say that live in a wider from, voice, please? Live from New Orleans. Live from New Orleans. Uh, like all these, all these old mixtapes, and uh, so that. But then also, I on the way here listened to "Buy You a Drink." But sorry, "Buy You a Drink." 
Sh- parentheses shawty sipping by T Pain. Really been Ooh. listening to T Pain. So good yeah. lord, dude. Uh, I'm trying to think of T Pain. Fucking rules, though. Dude, T Pain. Have you heard his acoustic thing? From yeah, 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 real yeah. good. Yeah, he with can, like, Kurt Hugo Schneider. He, he like, oh, actually has talent. He's I'm like, really what good. The fuck, yeah. dude. He did an acoustic tour, and I wanted yeah. to buy tickets, and they sold out in three minutes. I was oh, so he, yeah, sad. he did. It was like the the Bud Light uh, dog bar tour, right? Uh, yeah. No, he did an acoustic thing. I think oh, I think the acoustic thing. The date was at the Royale in Boston. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, that place is sick. That's where he saw State Champs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend Sarah was like, "Do you want to go to this?" And I was like, "Yep." And I poked it to go buy tickets and it was like out. psych sold out and I was like come on it's been like five minutes damn yeah I was bummed that's tough yeah. that's I would love beat. to go see that yeah, though cause that cool. one YouTube like it's like a three minute video at most uh, yeah, yeah. is so good very good yeah. it's so good did you see it was a couple of years ago where Bud Light did that dive bar tour of like it was literally like John Mayer had one one run Lady Gaga had run it was like these huge names and they're just like we're playing these fucking dive bars sick that's so just like what Beartooth did. It was did. so cool. We brought it up a couple episodes ago, but it's like what Beartooth did, where they're like, hey, we're uh, ooh, we're going to do a tour, but it's going to be house shows only. So if you have a house Don't. and we can play at it, can you please hit us up? In. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. sick, dude. That's, that's like really that's cool. the sickest thing so ever. My, my, we should end this. poor, poor houses. Yeah. Yep. We're going to end this with a, a, a cool story, I think. But uh, when you were in, I think it was, a, it was definitely Imagine the Escape. You played a show in Lowell, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and you know the one. I blew my amp up there. Yep, you know the one. And uh, it was a, it had Lions, Lions, Paris, before they were huge. Yep. Yeah, that was at the tip. P-B-R-I-S. Yeah, that's uh, it's like, that's like right next to uh, UMass Lowell. Yeah. Like, was, right next to their arts building. Yeah, yeah I, know right I was where like, wow, that sounds cool. Devin, fucking hook me up. Oh, shit. Yeah, sweet. Cool lineup. Dude, it was literally a fucking basement. Yeah, yeah it's sick. It's it. I I straight up like yeah. if I stood straight up, yeah, I'd you probably hit your be head like on shit. Half an inch before hitting the ceiling. Oh, so if I stood straight up, there'd be six feet above me. Yeah, yeah. Be okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there was literally there's like insulation hanging, pipes all over. Like it was okay. sketchy. It was huge, probably one of the best throwback. shows you've ever been to, right? Nah, it was awful. Uh, uh, huge fuck. throwback to like when we all used to play music together. Mm-hmm. Remember in when I rehearsed in my basement? Oh fuck! For yeah. a period of time, literally like that, that but short shorter ceilings. ceilings. Jesus, and it was but worse and ugly. House. Oh, yeah, dude. it was stacked, dude. It was it was cool. Awesome, Our though. vocalist was late. We played two songs without him. It was a whole thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was yeah, cool, it was but fine. it was also like cool. I remember showing like a pul- I drove in with you and I was like, "Are you sure this this looks like some dude's house?" And like, there's like, a dude, no, this is it, yeah. in classic matches ripping about like, yep. "Yo, you guys here for the venue?" We're like, get a, a fucking yeah, Dunkin' Donuts tip, in his they hand. They still do shows there every once in a while. shirt on. Yep. Cool. Yep, the Backwards tip and then uh, one of my hat. other buddies has a uh, basement like a Yo, block Jen, away. Yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing, dude? <laughs> it's a, it's fucking, a baby wheel. It's a baby wheel. Yo, you know who's never seen that? Kyle. I haven't seen Wh- it. Fucked you, up, right? Yeah. I'm about There's to watch still good it after meat this. on that fish, Jay. We can reel them in. <laughs> Dude, it's the best fucking video yeah, in the video. internet. All right, all right. Holy I'm going to fuck it. We're closing yeah. this out. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Love so you. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, by all means, if you can write us a review or even rate the podcast in general, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Even if you think we're only a three star podcast, give us a five, please. We're a five star podcast. Yeah, we're fucking five stars. Um, Shit. But by all means, give us um, a rate, review, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, feel free to find us on the other socials. Uh, so Instagram is at Lamb of Pod, Twitter at Lamb of Pod. Yep. Um, and if you like it, just tell a friend. Biggest thing is <laughs> word of mouth. So if you think we're decent people, like just tell a buddy. Tell somebody. And if you want to shoot the shit with us, reach out. We'll shoot the shit with you. Yeah. Send us an email. We'll answer it on the pod. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Love you. We'll see you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.